Welcome everybody to the Kim Barrett Show. I am your host, Kim Barrett. And on today's episode, we dive in with the lovely and amazing Miss Rhonda Swan. And we cover off on PR, on media. How can you get featured in the media? Should you get featured in the media? Google knowledge panels, Google research, all this and more in today's episode. So if you're someone who wants to grow their business and wants to achieve that, I highly, highly, highly recommend that you get amongst it, okay? But before we do, of course, if you want us to help promote you even more, if you want to really leverage your personal brand, your business brand on social media, you got to hit us up. Head over to marketingmobile.com.au where we have everything that you need right there. But until then, let's jump into the show. Rhonda, thank you so much for joining us today. Really appreciate you making the time. Ah, so good to be here. Salamit Pagi from Bali. <laughs> <laughs> Great to have you here. Now, I always like to ask the same question every time on the podcast at the very beginning, which is, Rhonda, if I met you and we're at a party, having a few glasses of red wine, and I said, what is it that you actually do? What's your go-to answer? Uh, my go-to is that I help create sexy brands and turn them into profit-making machines with PR and media. <laughs> Pretty simple. Yeah, and Rhonda's a pro at this line, so it's like she's uh, she's drilled that down, Pat. So most people... That's not even fair, Kim. <laughs> most people on the podcast, they're like, oh, mm, well, I do this, and you're just like, boom, here's my run. My, uh, <laughs> my instantaneous uh, authority grabber. I love it. So well, that's like... Because that's like the big thing that I, that's the first thing that I, when I work with clients, like, you know, we do so much brand development and PR and that's always happens. I ask you, if you were to tell me what you do, and that's, I think the gap that most people have when they're building their brands or building their business, they get, what I always say, it's like they get marbles in their mouth. And then they're like, well, I kind of do this and I kind of do this and I do this and people just get lost. Right. And I, so I think that that's a really powerful question that you asked because most people don't really know how to say it and they're leaving so much money on the table or they're leaving customers or, or potential customers. They just walk away because they're like, I don't even know what that guy does. It doesn't help me. hundred <laughs> you know? percent. And as you mentioned, like obviously PR and media, it's like you can't get picked up by any of those channels. Even if you have someone in your corner, if you don't have that down pat, because they're going to be like, Oh, Rhonda does like some sort of things with the with uh, newspapers or PR or something. I think it's like no, who's no one's booking that. But like when you have that that frame, it's just so much easier. And like I've seen that because I know like we have obviously known each other for many years. And even just me speaking at events, I always listen when Rhonda's talking. I take notes and I'm like, hmm, going to steal some of those things. And uh, I just used it the other day, including a a promo reel that I think you guys helped me with ages ago. And I got booked to speak at AdWorld, which is like the biggest advertising conference in the world. There's only 100 speakers and 50,000 attendees. But they saw my stuff and they're like, oh, I know exactly. Because they're like, Kim, we have someone who was speaking on Facebook in the lead generation section of our event that's gone. You're you're an expert at that and that and that. Can you come in? And I was like, cool. If If I'd just been like, I do ads and help people. Like they would have been like, no, not that guy. We'll get someone else. So I always use this is so good because this happens all the time, right? When our clients, because we do PR and we help them get booked on stages and get them in, you know, top tier publications like Forbes, Inc. Magazine, like all the big stuff. And that's the one thing that they're starting to look for. So when they ask me, if I don't even know how to pitch them, right? 
they just it just falls apart. And when I have clients that are going to pitch themselves, we use this really good format and it'll help you out really well. Is it's what you do and the desired outcome of your client, right? So if you heard what I said, I create sexy brands, right? Because that's what I do is sexy branding. Everyone knows me as the sexy branding queen, but I turn them into profit-making machines. That's the desired outcome of a client. So it still doesn't say PR and media and brand development quite yet, but it's what I do and the desired outcome. And then I add the tagline through or with PR and media, right? And that's that that just that formula. Every single person can take that because they have. It's got to be tight. It's like, can you imagine going to a party? Give like, well, I run this branding firm, and then I do this, and then I speak on stage, and I'm also a best-selling author. And then people are like, blah blah blah, right? But if it's like what I do and the desired outcome that you have, then they're immediately leaning in, and that's all we're trying to grab in that. Exactly. Because then the next question is like, oh, tell me more. Like, how do you like, how do you do that? And then it's like, oh, cool. Yeah. Let me, you know, (laughs) you know, that's exactly, I think that's how we create conversation through being a marketer and being strategic in the way we communicate in our communication, right? (laughs) Because that's what it's about. I mean, we're all marketing ourselves all the time. And if we can be authentic and give people what they want, then they lean in. Mm. So true. And like, I just want to circle back to the, obviously the PR and media side of things, because a lot of people these days, like they, they kind of want that. And they're like, like, I know I need to get myself out there more and they don't know necessarily like how to go about it. it and I'm going to add another question there. I'll ask a more preliminary question, which is like, is there a stage where your business needs to be, or you and your brand need to be where you're kind of ready for it? Is that something that someone should think about? They've just started their business is, or like, what do they need to have a few runs on the board before they should be like c- contemplating that? Like what sort of stage business is that right for? Really great question because uh, maybe six months ago, I would say something a little bit different than I would today, because as you know, normal is dead, right? All normal, any type of marketing, all that is, it, it's changed. Like the same, the old normal is no longer the same normal. And so it's, it's the story that was being shared about SEO. Let's say, I mean, SEO is so popular and it still really is, you know, like when I started marketing, but I didn't see SEO as being something that I would tap into so early because I couldn't necessarily see the outcome, right? Or I couldn't, it was a, it's a long game. So when you're starting in your business online, you're like, I want instant results. So people go for ads, they pay for ads, right? But now just in the last, well, now 12 months, especially is everything has turned obviously more online. People, GoDaddy just announced that over a million domains were bought in like three months, like right when all this this pandemic stuff hit. A million. Like, can you imagine? There's probably like 5 million more that were just bought every single month. But that means that people are really going online. So now we have to look at, as a brand, how are we going to compete, right? Like Russell Brunson always says, it's either in the Red Sea, where you're swimming with everyone, or you're in the Blue Sea. So now there's ways that new brands can actually begin, or old brands can begin to get their name seen or be swimming in the Blue Sea, how you always say competition irrelevant, right? I took that from you. I use that from you because we've spoken in so many different events together. And so your question, when's the right time? The right time is if you're a brand new startup, you need to be right now 
publishing yourself in tier two publications. So there's, we, we specialize in tier one and tier two. Tier one are Forbes, the high levels, right? GQ, Inc. Magazine, all the big guys, because it's all about volume, right? And they've got a large readership. Tier twos are equally uh, uh, as valuable. They just are more niched. They may have less readership, but they've got a more niche market. And so what we're doing now and what everyone should be doing and what I should have done 15 years ago when I started and when I learned about SEO, keywords, Google indexing my name years ago, we're just now starting to do this more with our clients because it's the long game. Because if you think about what are, what are people doing now when they're going to even go on a date with someone? They're Googling their name, right? If you want to go to a restaurant, you're Googling it. You're looking for credibility from that person or from that, that, you know, that restaurant or whatever you might be looking at. And so what's happening, this is what's happening now more than ever, especially on, for instance, like your uh, stage that you just got asked to be on, guaranteed they Googled your name, Kim. And I know you've got publications, you've been, you know, you, you're, you've talked about, you've spoken on many, many stages, you've got a lot of films out there, you've got a lot of assets that are SEO assets for your name, your company. And so what are the, the best strategy for everyone is to begin right now getting publications, tier two publications, starting now if you're brand new, start telling your story. Because think about how much easier it is to listen to someone uh, or someone else talking about someone opposed to you being like on a soapbox in the middle of Times Square, going, look how great I am with a megaphone. They're not, they're not listening as well, but when they're having someone else go, wow, you need to, to, to learn about this guy or this guy's the best or look what they're doing. That's where that third-party validation comes from. So every brand should begin publishing themselves now. Tier twos allow you to keyword, really heavily get keywords in for what you want to rank for. And it also helps with a Google knowledge panel, which we can certainly talk about. That's where the credibility piece is coming from. And then once you've got that foundation, like let's say maybe four to six tier twos where they're really talking about you, your name is starting to get indexed, then we start publishing them into a tier one as maybe an expert and then into a feature. So right now, everyone should start with PR immediately because it's a bigger credibility uh, source uh, and reference than just you talking about yourself or running ads. Is that, does that make sense? hundred percent. Because as you said at the very beginning of that, it's like, well, if you opened your store today, brand new business or online or brand new website, and even if you were running ads or even if you're just telling people about it, as you mentioned, they're going to go and Google you straight away. So day one, so it's like, could you wait till day 50, 100, whatever it might be? It's like, sure. But if you do it at the very beginning, means that as soon as people start searching for you, you're going to start popping up. And I remember like, that's what I did when we started Your Social Voice, but also with my own name, because there's like some 102-year-old like American physicist who has my name and someone else who has my name who is who like links kimbarrett.com just to like her facial page and these things. And I'm like, ah, oh, I need to make sure because as well, I don't want to go and send if people are searching for me to all these other people. Like I need to do it so that, especially if you have a common name, you had a similar issue with there was an author who I think had the yeah. same name as you as well. And it's yeah. just like, it can become painful because then they're like, well, if you're, especially if they haven't met you, if someone's just like, hey, check out Rhonda Swan or Kim Barrett, and then they're like, oh, is Kim Barrett the dead 102 year old physicist? 
Like, what about him? Like, or her? So you, you need to have it there for for people just to have that Google that Google ability. And it's absolutely, and it's really creating your own online real estate, right? So we know that the shift is happening, right? That the, the normal is dead. It's true. Like things have changed. We have to actually start thinking a bit differently on how we're going to stand out over and above the crowd and how we're going to be seen as credible and creating your own online real estate, like social media could change, right? A lot of platforms have gone down. There's a lot of talk and a lot of chat and you'd know more about this that some of these platforms, they're being suppressed, right? They're being censored. So if, and the many are leaving certain platforms because of that reason. So, but there's one thing that we know is going to stick around for a long time. And it's most likely going to be Google, right? And Wikipedia. And so that's why now I'm seeing like our company has really exploded this last year because everyone's realizing what if social media goes down? What if my ads, what if I cannot, you know, any longer run ads? What do I do? Well, if someone starts Googling you or looking for your name and they tap that news tab. So when you go and you type in someone's name or a company, you tap on news. News is what's being talked about you consistently. You want to own all of that. That's that's tier two publications. That's tier one. That's that's different shows that you're on. That's talking about you. That right there gives an indicator that you're fresh and you're alive. The next biggest indicator is if you have a Google knowledge panel, which is on the right-hand side of when you Google your name. That is the stamp. And I tell you, Kim, it used to only be for celebrities, high-level New York Times bestsellers, like big authors. But now we are working on and working with Google to connect websites, uh, publications, all, all of your data so that your knowledge panel is pulling up. Imagine like uh, I just, there was a study that I just shared in another conference I was at and they said that the knowledge panel, 24% of traffic is going directly from a name search, clicking to a website. So just think about that. When you go like think of a restaurant, when I search up restaurants on the right-hand side, their Google map pulls up. It's not a knowledge panel, but it's their map, right? It's like showcases that, that, that company, but their website's there. I always click on that website. I don't go or find it, right? I, if I see an ad, I go and Google it first and then I click over it. That's free organic traffic. And that's the type of uh, cycle that we want to create for our businesses and our brands that are long lasting and never ending. Yeah, as you mentioned, that's that's so important because like, not obviously do you get the the past over credibility on those, but it, it is, it builds up. And if, if something does happen or things go down, or even let's just say like, as many people have had like their, their personal profiles go down for a week or two weeks or something like that. And then someone's like, oh, like, I've just heard about this person. How do I find them? They have to go to Google to, to find you and be able to come across you and, and see what you're up to. So I think that's, yeah, so, so relevant and important for, for people to, to want to know about. And as you mentioned, and I think because a lot of people now, they obviously know that like you can work with teams, you can work with people to help you with your PR and grow it and improve it. But you can't just get in just because you work with someone. It's like you do need to have that, uh, like that's not, not, not what's the right word I'm looking for here. You need to have something about you. You still need to be good at what you do. You can't just be like, oh, I'm just going to get, they just put any Joe Blow in this. Like, you need to actually be still somewhat of an expert, right? And um, we had Mike Koenigs on two weeks ago on the podcast and he talked about it with one of his clients and the, if, as soon as you have a 
good person who's getting PR and he does it because he, he hosts a show for entrepreneur.com as well. And then you also tie in with something unique. Like he worked with a guy um, who became lifestyle investor. And then as soon as you search that term anywhere and you look for that person, it's like they just they just absorb everything. So it's like now, it's like if someone mentions like, hey, I want to become a lifestyle investor, it's like that real estate belongs to him and you can't get past it and you can't, like you can't compete at all. No, and that's it. And that's like, why we always work with our clients. Like, who do you want to be known as? Like we let's anchor in that and just layer it. And that's why we work so deeply in these tier ones and tier twos, because we're just layering those keywords so that it does pull up. I mean, and then once that happens, like for instance, you interviewed Grant Cardone, that was a major interview. And, and I, you know, I know there's some published uh, publications that you're just been, are going to be placed into because your podcast is doing so well. Think about like those type of rankings, like, some of the top podcasts to make you money. Like if you're known as that, that's where all that credit will happen. And the great thing about that is, especially when you're next to like certain celebrities or thought leaders, because we work really heavily within the thought leader and celebrity space is that we place our clients next to them because they're also, they have massive audiences, their audiences want to read about them and then see who else is in that same category. And that's really what starts to work in such a, a much bigger way. A hundred percent. And especially if you if you do it all with a purpose and you know what you're doing and why you're doing it for, it just ties in well. Like I, I was chatting to a gentleman the other day about the podcast and he's like, like, why are you doing it? And I was like, this is my long-term credibility piece. And because I've been doing it for now, like over a year, we have quite a few episodes in the bank and has some quite good people. It's, it's not easy, but I can definitely reach out to people and show them what we're doing. And then they're like, cool, I want to be on that podcast because he's yeah. had X, Y, and Z and we've had X number of downloads and views. So if I didn't have that though, and they're just like, oh, it's the first episode of this guy's show. And if I Google it, it there's nothing there. It's like, it's pretty hard to get people to, to, uh, to jump on and jump across. Yeah. And that's, that's it. It's just, that's, it's like, we, we know all of us have a beautiful story to tell. I mean, that's one thing I love about the entrepreneur space. Every entrepreneur has an incredible story to tell. So when you become human and you start telling that story, right, and allow that stuff to work for you. And that's how many of our clients that are, are so new into the marketplace, they've done amazing things already, but they might be starting a new business, right? So if you keep layering that and then you do start a new podcast or a new business, then the storyline's already been there. Right. So that when we create like media kits, like the media kit is like one of the biggest inserts, like a ticket inside the door where you say, look, here's my media kit. And it showcases what you do, how you do it. It has your bio, all the talks that you've done, the titles, the topics, but it also showcases where you've been published or the things that you've been seen on. And it allows them to go, oh, when you're ready, that's why we have many clients that are so brand new. They have a media kit and it instantly is credibility because they're not having to search for them then, right? You're giving it to them. So there's a lot of ways that we, especially as entrepreneurs, can help build up that credibility piece, especially when you're starting a new venture. It doesn't mean you're like, you're nobody. It just means you're starting a new venture and everyone has to start off on the right way. So it's like the way that you can align your brand to showcase that credibility piece is so powerful. Yeah. And I think it circles back to what you mentioned at the very beginning. It's like, and it's, not only is it obviously not really uh, good to be kind of like like to be pumping your tires up and be like, hey, I'm amazing. But number two, for a lot of people, it's quite hard to do. Like I was speaking with someone the other day and I was like, at the beginning, you kind of don't want to. You're like, I'd rather be like we have a client just come on board, works at, um, uh, works at Canva. 
And so she's like a head of production stuff there. And she's like, got her own business and it's growing. She's like, but I don't really want to be like, Hey, I work at Canva and I'm so awesome. And I was like, well, I was like, then you need someone else to tell your story for you. Like if you don't want to do it, like someone else has to do it because it's an amazing thing, but the worst secret, like the, the sorry, the worst offer or the worst piece of information is the one that's never shared. So it's like, if you've got that, like you've got to get it out there and what better way than getting someone else to tell it, especially at the beginning, if you're shy, like now, you you know, especially over the years, you get used to being like, cool, sometimes I have to share my accolades and achievements, but it's much easier, especially at the beginning, if you go, hey, don't, I'm not saying this, Entrepreneur Magazine or Forbes or GQ, I I think I need to, you know, get washboard abs and then a cigar and I'll be on the front of GQ. I want to, let's make that happen, Rhonda, somehow. Um, (laughs) But it's true, like, it's just like me and you having this conversation here, right? I'm your audience is listening to me and there's more credibility because you're asking me questions and they already trust you. And that it really is how it, it, it should work. And it's a lot, it's a lot easier as well to tell your story to someone and they write it. And all of a sudden you get to see like, wow, I'm actually pretty amazing. <laughs> you know, like, wow, my story is powerful and I know what I'm talking about. And I think that, that some people that they don't necessarily see PR as like the needle mover, but more, more than ever, it's probably one of the biggest needle movers. Like our whole business model has completely changed in the last several years because I, I saw how important it was to get that, you know, get your name anchored in and how much easier it was to talk with someone when I just have a feature in Forbes magazine right? Clients were like reading this and I wasn't having to say, well, you know, I've been traveling for 15 years. I built, I was the first woman that made a million dollars with the sales funnel. I did that, you know, like, like, I don't need to say that stuff because they're reading about it and I'm not telling them. And then it makes the conversation so much more powerful and the brand more strong. A hundred percent. And it's the similar, like we've had quite a number of clients recently inquiring about uh, like verification on many different social media platforms. And they're like, not because necessarily that I I want it from, it's like, I want to be awesome, but it's like, it adds that extra level of credibility. So even when you message someone and the message comes from someone that is a verified individual, you're like, hmm, which, which of the messages do I open first of all the hundred messages that I have in my inbox? So those things where it's like, it's that extra level where it's like, okay, great. It's like when um, I like, and it sounds weird, but in... In real, life, in real life, going around, even going to a nice hotel, the difference between the person that rocks up in sweatsuit and the difference between the person who rocks up in a suit is completed very differently, only because what they're portraying is a different level of credibility, if you will. I remember like when we were in New York, the first day I was there, it was like cold and we were traveling around and I was like, we just got out of the plane. So I was in like pretty much like track pants and a jumper walking around and then went to the, like to the front door, they opened it for me and then went out the next day. I came down for an event and I was wearing like just my event clothes. So like suit on everything like that. Like, good morning, sir. Great to have you here, sir. And like opened the door for me. So, so you have an amazing day. But the day before they were just like, oh, this guy is sweat. So I just get him out of the hotel. I mean, you know, and that's, the, that is the reality. I mean, it, it, and that's really where we say brands, it's how your clients are perceiving you. Right. So we have to show up how we also want to be perceived. But you're right. I mean, the the, the blue tick, it, it seems so vanity before. However, when you're a business owner, especially, and that's why it's gotten a bit more challenging for entrepreneurs to get this blue tick, right? Because it's like the influencer market took it over and then they started to really slow down and say, look, we want to really make sure these are credible people because it's not just about the following. It's really about what you do and how you're being seen. And, and that's the reality, right? Like we can, 
we just got to dress the part. And sometimes some of us go, oh, and I'm compromising. I'm not as authentic. I'm not this. You are. Be as authentic as you want them to see you as, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, be yourself. You know, I show up presentable because I, our clients, they want, I want them to also respect me. And that's, so there's just always that way and, and that thought we have to really, really put in the energy on how we want our clients to perceive us. The old way of, of doing like belly to belly selling back in the day, you walk in the door, but if you walk in with a broken tie and wrinkled up shirt, they may not take you as seriously. It's the same thing goes online, right? And that's why our message has got to be consistent, con- congruent, right? So they've got to follow you along the whole sales process. And it's got to be consistent to what they think that you're getting. And, and, and you know, you and I being in, in marketing for so long, it seems so easy for us. However, I see a lot of gaps that happen in the marketplace. People just are not maintaining that consistency. And that's why their brand is kind of like falling apart. True. And now, Rhonda, as we get towards the end of our time here together, I always like to finish the podcast with the same question as well as I start with the same question, which is, is there any question that I didn't ask you that I should have? Uh, yeah. How do you get yourself featured in top tier publications like now? Please, <laughs> well, please. Right. Well, I actually wrote a book on, and I'll give this to all of your audience. I wrote a, a book on exactly this process that we use, right? And how to get featured in Forbes, exact steps, like how to pitch yourself and give them exact what to say, how to do it, who to reach out to, because you can do it yourself. And that people always ask me that. That's really a better question. Like, can I do it myself? 100%. Everyone can do it themselves. However, the market has gotten very, very noisy. And if you think about the amount of people that are online, the amount of people that want to be published, You've got to do it the right way. And that's why most people utilize an agency to do that. Why we represent all of our clients, including many celebrities, very high-level speakers, because they've they've already got the credibility, but they need someone that's got the in, right? It's got the angle, it's got the connections. And so that's really the most important. You got to ask yourself, do I want to do it myself? It's usually that time or that money, right? You either hire someone to do the work for you, or you can do it yourself. And I'll, I'll be happy to give everyone, they can actually go to unstoppablebrandingagency.com and they can even put in how to get featured on Forbes. And it, I'll give them, it's a 5,000 word article of exactly how to do it. But more importantly, can you get featured now? Absolutely. You, you know, when you work with the right people, we can always find ways and angles to start getting you published in tier two publications immediately and then move you into that credibility space into tier one. Hundred percent, and I, as you mentioned, there's like you've always got to spend some form of currency. You can either spend all the time doing all the research, making the connections, and doing stuff, and it can work, or you can spend a bit of money and save yourself time. I'm a big advocate of keeping my time and spending money. Yeah. So, if anyone's curious, and they're like, "Oh, Kim, how do you get into the publications?" Uh, Rhonda represents me. She takes care of everything for me because I don't have the time, or like I, I could go out and do it but I choose not to because I'd rather work with someone who's a, who's an expert at what they do. So guys, if you're uh, looking at it, like, yeah, weigh, weigh up that option carefully. And Rhonda, for anyone that's listening, obviously you've given that website, which will be in the show notes as well. Is there anywhere else where people should connect with you online if they want to find out more about what you guys are up to? Yeah, for sure. I, I play really heavily on Instagram. So it's under my name, Rhonda Swan. And um, I give a lot of free content constantly on how to get published, how to present yourself, uh, we also have a 24-7 YouTube channel that runs all of our content. So you can just search on Subtle Branding Agency, 
24-7, and you'll just see a, a constant feed of what we're publishing and what we're providing every single day. Awesome. Love that, guys. So wherever you are, either above or below, check out the show notes and we'll link everything so you can just click the link and, and follow Rhonda. And of course, guys, if you know anyone that needs more PR, that needs more media, that really wants to improve their social presence, then I highly, highly, highly recommend that you share this episode with them so that they can find out more, so they can do more and uh, be more. And until next time, guys, I will say adios.